During the last few years, we've ventured into a lot of different fields. And we've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Welcome back to Started With the Mouse podcast. We're sitting on our couch, and my dog has decided to sit squarely behind me. I can't, can you guys see? I can't. I don't know if you can see your face. It's fine. Look at her little face. <laughs> what do you have to say about that, Izzy girl? Okay. Good. Good talk. Good, that was talk. A good talk. She literally <laughs> just wants to sleep. Oh, she just wants. She's. I think we said this last week. She's being such a cuddle bug. Oh, uh, she also. She's also been sick today so yeah we had a sick girl today didn't we it's okay though she's feeling a little bit better so this is our 10 minutes of nonsense that we yeah. do if you haven't been here before um <laughs> so if you're starting out for the first time welcome to nonsense and 10 minutes of it yeah it, it, recently it's more so been about the dog yeah um so should we talk about what we did on friday or i think we, we should talk about the whole thing or do we want to make that an entire episode though no we can just talk about it Okay. I don't think it has an entire episode worth of stuff. We didn't do that much. I mean, but the whole, if you like look at the whole weekend and its entirety of what we did at Universal, like, uh, do you, uh, no, okay. no. All right. So, um, nothing Disney related, but I mean, we kind of go off the beaten path a lot. Um, we had Culver's, as you can see, John. Um, <laughs> oh, and we're also recording from our couch today because John was like, why do we record? In on such an uncomfortable platform, like why do we not just? Yeah, record? Our, our, our dining room chairs are extremely uncomfortable. They're also like fifteen years old. Yeah, and so. like I was like, why don't we just like sit on the couch and that way we can go longer because we're not going to be like, oh my hip. Yeah, like an hour in. Um, but anyway, so I'm going to scoot over here because <laughs> I've been told to. Well, you should like lower it a little bit so that so we can see her. Yeah. I think it's funny. There you act like you they're going to see this. Oh, somebody might be watching on YouTube. We haven't even started a YouTube yet. We put it on our YouTube. Oh, okay. What do you mean? We haven't I didn't started know you a YouTube. Put them on YouTube. I put the Daniel Ross one on there. Yeah, I know, but we haven't put this any of these on this yet. This shows how much he actually watches our YouTube channel. Not at all. I watch every single video. No, you don't. <laughs> anyway, so Friday uh, last week, I took a half day and we ended up going to. Is your mic still on? Okay. I was just trying to shut it off okay. so I didn't like well, breathe. Well, you moved a little bit and I thought you unplugged it and it kind of freaked me out a little bit. Um, so we went to, can you please turn it on? It's really bothering me. I like hearing background noise. Um, we went to Volcano Bay. Um, it was an absolute blast. A um, little bit more busy than the first time we went. Yeah, I think, was it like September that we went? I, I want to say maybe November, like right before they closed. I don't remember. I know it was like, it was either October, it was September, October, or November we went. One of, one those, of months. those three months. But yeah, it wasn't busy when we went. Um, it was also in the middle of the week, not during spring break and not on a Friday. So I think that probably had a little bit to do with it too. Um, we went in and for those of you who don't know, there's a thing called Tapu Tapu, 
where they give you like a wristband. It's almost like a magic band. And then you go up to said water slide that you want to do. You tap your band and it says return in a hundred and some minutes. And I think for us, it was like 150 minutes when we went up to it. Yeah, that was, that's uh, pretty insane. That's almost, uh, it's close to three hours. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like two, two and, and a half, half hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was like at 150 minute wait. So we tapped it and then we um, ended up going into like the big pool and then we went into the Reckless River. Well, actually, even before the Reckless River, John was like, I'm not waiting that long. Yeah, I'm so, not waiting that long for a water slide. Well, it was, so it's Krakatau. Krakatau is the water coaster. I'm, pr I'm pretty sure yeah. we talked about it on one of the yeah. episodes. Um, I loved it. It's probably like my favorite thing at any water park that I've been to, to be perfectly honest. So uh, John had tapped one of the... Oh, it was called Oh No. Oh No, okay. So it's not... It's not a drop slide in the sense that John... Like the floor drops out from underneath you. Yeah. So it's um, it's a water slide. It's a body slide. And then it opens up and drops you six feet into a 10-foot pool. Yeah. So basically, you're it's like you jumped off the like what, like the low dive or whatever at yeah. your local pool. Yeah. Um, but basically, you're jumping. You're not jumping. You're sliding yeah. into it, which was like a really cool experience. I had a lot of fun with it. And uh I highly recommend that one if you get a chance to go to Universal. I mean, most of the time, Volcano Bay, um, it's a lot of ride now um, type things. Like, you don't even use have, have to use the Tapu Tapu too much. Um, most of the time, like, the longest wait you'll see at Volcano Bay is, like, maybe 20 minutes for a slide. But we just kind of picked spring break, and we just kind of wanted to go to the water because it was, like, 90 90 this weekend. Yeah, it was ridiculous this weekend. But John did that because... Um, he he's impatient he's very impatient we're just gonna put it in layman's term whatever I, 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 i'll admit i'm impatient yeah, he's very he's one of the most impatient if not the most impatient person i've ever met in my life but that's neither here nor there um so he wanted to do that slide i couldn't do it well it's not that i couldn't i didn't want to because i um got my nose pierced like recently two, not even two weeks ago yeah recently recently and um, for those of you who know, you can't put like a, a back to your nose ring on the inside for six weeks. Um, and I was just worried that it was going to come out with that much force, like dropping six feet into a 10 foot. And like, just, I, I was so worried. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that this time. One of these times I will, um, when I have a more secure nose ring, but for this time I was like, yeah, no, not for me. And then we did the um, one body, or no, the fearless group slide. We did the fearless river. Yeah, and then we did the group slide, which is like, so basically we walked up and um, we got to the top of the slide. Um, this had, you can have up to, I think, six people. Yeah, it's up to six people. You have to have a minimum of 300 pounds and a maximum, I want to say it was like a thousand. I want to say a thousand fifty, I think. Fifteen hundred? No, a thousand fifty. Oh, ten fifty. Okay. Ten fifty. Um, but there was these two little girls up at the top. I'd say they couldn't have weighed more than 120 pounds together because they weighed yeah. nothing. Yeah. And the the lifeguard came up to us and he goes, "Hey, is it okay if these two ride with you?" I'm like we're like, "Yeah, whatever. Doesn't bother us." Yeah. Um, the one girl was actually very nice. She came up to Kathy and told her that she loved her swimming suit. Mm -hmm. So we uh, went down with the slide with them, and I think they got a little bit more than they anticipated for, but. Well, so we actually rode this slide. Well, not the exact slide, but its partner, like the one yeah. that's right next to it, with our friend Dylan the last time we went. And I had a blast. Like, I I, I was laughing my butt off. And 
when John, so John went backwards in the slide and I, I was like terrified for him the first time because it looked like he was going to fly out. Yeah. Because basically you're just holding on for dear life. Yeah. And I was laughing. I'm like, don't do it. Don't fall out. And then this time I went backwards first and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I then felt what he felt. It was the scariest moment. I was so terrified and I was just holding on for dear life. It was just, it was really scary. Um, I feel like at some point somebody's probably fallen out and they just, you just slide on down without. Like, yeah. But then what happens? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it was a little bit scary. I'm not going to lie, but I had a good time. Yeah. We, we didn't really get to do much. Like we said, there was a lot of um, spring breakers yeah. involved. We went on the fearless river too, though. Yeah. I went around it probably like 20 times. Yeah. But we're going to be going back probably either this weekend or within the next like few yeah. weeks. Yeah. We'll go back for sure. Um, we also bought a Mardi Gras lanyard. I know we're getting close on our 10 minutes here, so this might it's, go over a little bit. It's probably gonna be 15 minutes, um, maybe 20, <laughs> but we did go to, um, the Mardi Gras aspect and we bought ourselves a lanyard, which for, um, those of you that don't know is basically you get 15 of their, um, eats or treats or whatever you want to call them. You can basically, I think you can do drinks, food, um, if you want to do like regular stuff like popcorn and stuff like that, once the festival is over, you can do that as well. But I highly recommend you don't do that. Um, but we did that. It was fifteen dollars or it was fifteen items for sixty five dollars, and that's and the, uh, pass holders just for pass holders. Yeah, yeah, exclusive. So we one hundred percent did that. We started in Cuba because we got a Cuban sandwich. That was Thursday night. So yeah. we started Thursday night. Started there, and the Cuban sandwich that was there was absolutely phenomenal. So good. Um, the Mardi Gras event in general, I, I think we're going to have an overview of the Mardi Gras event like as an episode. That's what I was asking I know, you. but uh, we'll just kind of like graze over it here today. Mm -hmm. um, is, <laughs> I hate to say this, it's very comparable to me to Food and Wine. Which is my favorite festival at Epcot. Like, I really had so much fun at Mardi Gras. Like, they, 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 it feels like they almost put you right into Mardi Gras. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I just, I don't know. Disney still holds. I know, I know, but heart. I'm just, I wish that Disney did a lanyard, a lanyard like this. So, like, just to kind of put in perspective, um, a couple of the things that we got Sunday night when we went were like $10.99 to like and $11. They were so, good. so, if you price out $11, say, say you, bought that same thing over and over again 15 times that's 150 dollars yeah. right and we paid 65 so right there you're already making a significant oh i know we've already probably spent what that lanyard's worth oh it easily yeah very easily i think i might go back and price it out of yeah um how much we would have spent and then versus what we actually did spend so so i'm going to talk about one thing that kind of leads into disney um we i did get to try my first ever um i guess set of beignets yeah um so we did try those at universal and i now know what the craze is about it is like a giant like fluff ball. fluff fluffy funnel cake <laughs> yeah it was my first time trying them too and I'm, i i loved them i can't wait to have them again yeah we're definitely planning on going back to i mean i think we have till april 12th 11th okay 11th or 12th to get yeah. back to um use the rest of our credits we still have six to go so which i mean shouldn't that, be hard to do yeah we're probably gonna do that in one night if i'm being <laughs> honest we might even go probably like ne next week like during the week for dinner one yeah because night or most of the parks right now if you guys do not know are open late night like most of them are staying open between nine and ten o'clock universal right now is running all their parks till 10 
we would go this week. Like, I would say, honestly, let's just go, like, well, we can't go tomorrow night. But I would say let's go tomorrow night if we could. But um, the one of the team members that we talked to said that this week is gearing up to be busier than like the, the worst last, week they've had so far. Yeah, uh, because of spring break. So I kind of just want to stay far away from the um, the parks. The parks. Um, but yeah, I think we could. We should probably do an episode on Mardi Gras. Excuse me, little lady. She's just making her like. <laughs> we um, did have something planned. I think we might have talked about this last week um, at Aquatica, which this is going to be the last outside of Disney news. Yeah. Um. Uh, for their new slide, but that actually has been postponed for the time being. Not by us, by SeaWorld. By SeaWorld. Yeah. Um. So we're going to be waiting to hear back from SeaWorld. So hopefully we can do their new racing slides. Um, that they're going to be opening up at uh, Aquatica here in the near future. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> I think we'll have an episode of everything that we tried at Mardi Gras. Um, we went, what, two times now? Three times for food? Two times. That's two. Um, and then also this weekend, what I want to mention is we were able to go to an event for the Tampa Bay Rays, which was really, really cool. Um, it was like a fan fest, but like you drove through it instead. Yeah, because of COVID and everything. Yeah. Um, but we got a bunch of free stuff. It was it was it was a great time. I had yeah. I had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun with it. Um they gave us a whole bunch of stuff. We've got like three bobbleheads now from the rays. Yeah, for free. For free. <laughs> um we went to their store after and we bought um Izzy her first Tampa Bay Rays story. She has torn the heck out of the bottom of the bat that we got her. Yeah, it's just a chew toy bat. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. Um I think the next time we go, we're going to get her her own little Tampa Bay Rays jersey. So Yeah, she deserves it. And um, she's going to be uh, actually going with us. Um, we're going to be going down to my parents' house. Uh, my parents are out uh, out of town right now, so we're going to go down there. They're a little bit closer to Tampa than us. Yeah. And we're going to um, like kind of just relax down there, and she's going to be coming down there with us. So. Um, and then also this weekend, we got to go to Lakeland Antique Mall. And I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast. No, all. but this is Disney related. So into the Disney stuff. Yeah. Um, so Lakeland Antique Mall is about mm, 30 minutes. 30 35 minutes from, at most. 30 minutes from here. Yeah. It's about, I'd say, if you take toll, it's probably 40 minutes from the parks. Yeah, sure. Um, maybe closer to an hour if you don't, but whatever. Um, we went there. We've been there several times now. Um. Every time I go, I get something. And because every time you go, it's different there. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have a, like, there's a lot of the same vendors there, yeah. but at the same time, they're always like changing their stuff changing out. Changing their stuff out. So basically, it's, it's a big flea market. Flea market, if you will. Each vendor has their own little area and they sell different things. But what's cool about Lakeland Antique Mall is a lot of it is Disney stuff. With that being said, in the back, they have Disney specific items, meaning it comes from Disney World. So Disney World, I think, sells it to them or something. Yeah, I think at a discounted rate. One of the things that we saw this time, they had a um, display from the holidays that was from inside of World of Disney. Yeah. Um, that it was like it was like a, a Christmas variation on the castle. I didn't see that, did I? Yeah, it was literally the thing that I told you. Could is there any way we could fit this in the car? Oh, I don't. I don't remember seeing that. It Sorry. was like fifteen hundred dollars. Oh. It was like, 
Um, it was just, it, it's different props from uh, different things. They do have Universal as well. Yeah. They have some Halloween Horror Night stuff there from the past few years. They have like furniture from the resort. Yeah. Like you could get a headboard from Beach Club. You could get like pictures from like the contemporary, like, like whatever, have, you, whatever yeah. you can think of. Yeah. They have so much stuff there. You could even make, um, and we've even talked about this. They have the ornaments from the trees and you could make like a disney tree ornament they have tree. garland from yeah. the parks like they have a lot of lot of stuff they've there. even had christmas trees from mm -hmm. like the resorts like from like animal kingdom mm -hmm. lodge from like hollywood studios closer to the holidays yeah they had a lot um, of that stuff this time um along with all of this i saw something that i'm definitely gonna have my eye on over the next few you know times we may go there they had a uh kermit the frog um kind of sitting in the director's chair he was in the director's chair. Um, with a and it had Muppets Vision 3D. Like it was kind of like a prop, I guess. It is it came from Muppet Vision 3D. So okay. it's actually from the, the ride. ride. Yeah. Um, he's in his director's chair that actually has the the glasses that you wear for Muppet 3D. Um, and it said something something about Jim. If you go on my TikTok, if you're really interested in looking at it, um, Kitty Cat Carnes. There, I mean, the picture's there. You can pause it. There's a, a big spiel yeah. about what it says. Um, it, and it they're was just taking amazing. offers on it right now. So which it's is... like they want, they're asking 900, but they're also taking offers, which for what it is, I don't think $900 is a lot to ask for that. No, especially when you go back to the back and something that's from World of Disney is going for like 1200 Right. Yeah. I mean, I, if we had $900 sitting around right now, I probably would have bought it for you as an early I, I, I know. That, that thing was um, a great find. And then do you want to talk about the biggest thing they have there right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, this is also on my TikTok. So as soon as you walk into Lakeland Antique Mall, they usually have something Disney for you to see. I think the last time we went, it was a big old offer. It was like something like well, that. I think they finally realized that how big the Lakeland Antique Mall has gotten in like oh, lore yeah. for Disney people. And they're yeah. like really catering to that. Yeah. So um, as soon as you walk in the um, Snow White Adventure Ride that used to be at Magic Kingdom, I believe, right? No, it was at Disneyland. Was it Disneyland? I think it was Disneyland. Um, can you look it up real yeah, quick? Because I'm pretty sure that there was one at Disney World. I, I'm, I'm almost positive. They have a ride vehicle from opening day of Snow White's Adventure. First thing when you walk in. And it is probably one of the cooler things I've ever seen in my life. And right now it is going for $50,000 and they are still taking um, bids for it. This, I think the one that, um, no, that's actually Tokyo Disneyland. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out. Go ahead. Do you want me to look too? I, I can look. Snow, oh, it was Snow White Scary's Adventure, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up. It was at Disneyland. It was at Disneyland. It was at Disneyland. Imagine like hauling that from Disneyland to here. That's insane. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. It was from like opening day two of the ride, which is an yeah. even crazier part of it. So basically, there might have been a chance that Walt Disney was in that thing. Oh my God. We have to come up with $50,000 <laughs> now. <laughs> But um, if you ever get a chance, you know, we've always tried to tell you guys, try to look for Disney where Disney, you may think Disney may not be uh, because you're going to find it here. Yeah. Um, antique malls, um, thrifting stores, every anything like we'll talk about it a lot. It's like my favorite thing to do down here is go thrifting and antiquing because you see a lot of like retro Disney stuff. So. So um, 
our weeks this week's episode um is going to be another series of abandoned um Sorry. but we are not going to jump into that just yet um there's been a couple things on disney plus i would like to discuss uh before we hop into uh the the subject for this week yeah um so i will let kathy talk about um which one do you want to do first Captain the Winter Soldier, because I know you're excited, more excited about the second one. I mean, I like them both, but... I know. I'm sorry, Izzy. Um, so, Falcon of the Winter Soldier, um, another solid episode. Um, this episode, we were introduced to Isaiah, which is... Um, I think they were... Uh, what were they? Isaiah is basically another super soldier, kind of like Captain America. He was yeah. the don't cancel us for saying it this is literally what they say in the comics yeah. he is the black captain america yes and he is the only person that could defeat captain america no defeat bucky defeat bucky yeah okay because if you see in the scene with you know bucky and him he basically tells bucky i can kick your a double dollar sign you know okay um so we're introduced to him and if 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 the show is going to go along as the comics then he is a very big character that they're introducing. Not only him, but his grandson. And I becomes like Captain America or something. Captain yeah. America boy, something like that. Forgive me for not remembering his name, but he is being suited up as one of the um, young Avengers. Young Avengers. I yeah. don't want to say new Avengers because they're not new. They're just the young Avengers. So he is one of the young Avengers. Yeah. Which I'm very excited about as well. Also, we see um, a very important scene in this one where um, Bucky has been on Sam for not being Captain America yes. from the first episode. Yes. And that's a big reason why I think there's such a strain on their friendship. And you see that there's a scene in the second episode where they're sitting across from one another, basically almost kissing. <laughs> I literally looked at Kathy and I was like, are they going to kiss? It was the best scene in that in, in that episode. Um, I loved it. And basically Bucky looks at him and he goes, well, you know, he, Cap, picked you for the shield mm -hmm. and you didn't. And what if he was wrong about me? Like, or If something he was like wrong that. about you, he was wrong about, about me, me or something. And um, that was pretty heartbreaking, I think, for all of Marvel fans um, because, you know, Bucky was so close with Captain America. Like, that was his best friend before Sam. Yeah. Um, another thing is that I've seen conspiracy theories on. This is why we need to watch the show, like, the day before, the night before or the day of that we record because I'm, like, blanking on everything right now. Um, the girl, I don't know her name, but she is the... The redheaded girl. She's part of the uh, flag smashers. Flag smashers. They, I, I, I saw a conspiracy today that they are making her seem like she is the bad guy. I almost think she's a good guy at the I same time because, like, they said she's taking medicine. At one point, I think they said that she was taking like doses of medicine to people. Uh, I don't remember that part. Yeah, like when they got into um, this, like they got into an airplane and was flying away. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that was when that happened. So I'm almost thinking like she's a bad guy, but at the same time, she's like a good guy. Kind of like Wanda they're, from WandaVision. They're portraying her to be a bad guy, but she doesn't want to be, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't think she's the villain. I think. I still think from the first episode, the guy that 
had the mask on that had the longer hair we have not seen him since that first episode and i'm just like yeah i think he's like the root of all of this and then we get a little bit more of captain america's story the um soldier <sighs> you can't be like this yes i can't no you can't why because he is a good person i'm allowed to not he, like somebody he's i don't like him i'm okay. sorry i'm never i don't care his backstory i do not like him okay Personally, I'm a fan of him after hearing his backstory, except for the fact that he seems to be like want to do everything on his own terms. And, and even though he sits there and he's like, we need to work together as a team and everything else. I'm sorry. I keep yawning. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to see like where this goes um, as far as how Bucky, because I, I think Bucky is going to be the problem for the new cap like i think he's i think they're I don't, both a problem for each other i don't think he's accepting of him no. and i'm just curious to see where it goes from now on um but the other thing we want to talk about is game changers yeah so basically uh kathy brought up uh the one series i really wanted to talk about in particular which is the mighty ducks uh game changer series which is brand new to disney plus as of friday yeah um obviously with a lot of fanfare this series has come out the mighty ducks is a very beloved series in the Disney universe. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you go first because you don't have the fondest of... It's you, not, didn't, you didn't watch them as a kid like I did. Yeah, it's not that I'm not fond. Like, I, I enjoyed them. It's just that like... And you have a whole bunch of notes. So I'm gonna it is what it is. Like, you know, it's, it's a cute series. I wish that I would have watched them as a kid to have more of an appreciation for them. But I am enjoying the series so far. Hey, look at Gecko. Hopefully Izzy doesn't see it because she's going to freak out if she does. Um, and our whole setup will be falling out. Yes. But no, I mean, I, I really did enjoy the first episode. I, I I loved it. I mean, I wish they would have released two episodes at least so that we could have watched it. But we're only, what, three days away now from a new episode? Um, so I have some notes here. Um, these are kind of just more observations, I guess. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned this, the complex where... The There's a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah. You, you've got to catch them quickly. Yeah, John did. I did not catch any of these, but I thought it was really neat. Um, so basically the complex that they play, the Mighty Ducks play in, yeah, is where they the were trying out. Hendrix Sportsplex, mm -hmm. which is basic, or I think it was either the Hendrix Sportsplex or like that Hendrix Ice Rink or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So basically from the second Mighty Ducks, um, they're, they are sponsored by Hendrix Hockey. And they threw that, I think, kind of in there as a nod to the uh, second Mighty Ducks. Yeah, and then um, the, se the the second Easter egg that you had found was the middle school name. Is District 5, um, which is obviously, once again, a nod to the first Mighty Ducks series and kind of the whole series throughout where they always talked about District 5 because that was the original team that the uh, Ducks were. Sorry, Kathy was taking a drink. Sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's cool, though. Um, we were both, I mean, more, more so myself, I think. Um, we were interested into seeing, and I know it's only the first episode, so I might be jumping ahead of the game. Um, we were interested in seeing how the Mighty Ducks were going to be portrayed as the villain. Yeah, which you and, can kind of see almost right off the bat. But it's not in a bad way. Like, I don't yeah. hate them. Not yet. No, not yet. I know it's only the first episode, but I don't hate them yet. I really don't. Um, it does show me a side of what I've seen before is that parents take 
their oh. children's sports way too seriously. Yeah, for those of you who have watched it, you understand what we're talking about. Uh, and even if you've had kids in sports, like you see it when you go to games, like yeah. parents spend thousands upon thousands of dollars for a, a 0.1 like percent chance that your child will make that professional sport. Yeah, and 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 Lauren Graham, who is the the mother, she is. I, I was worried character. about her, but she's done she's doing well. Yeah. Um, she's the mother, the main character in this, other than, um, I don't even know what his name Emilio is. Emilio Estevez? No, Emilio, Emilio Estevez is like a third role at this point. She's like the second biggest role, and then her son's the first. I, I don't remember what his name is. Just go ahead and I'll give it. Um, but she made a good point, you know. These parents are, you know, paying money for these these camps, thousands of dollars for these camps that their kids are going to through the summer. And then they're paying um, all this money to be in a league of what seems like almost like a juniors hockey league. Like it, it, it looks like it's up to par with like a juniors hockey league. His name is Evan. Evan. Okay. So Evan is like the main character, but Lauren Graham is like a close second to him. Yeah. And she's on, she goes on the ice and she's like, oh, spoilers ahead. Sorry. Yeah. You haven't watched it. Um, Same through the winter soldier. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. Um, Too late. <laughs> she goes on the ice and she's like, you know, you're, you're, you're acting like your kids are going to make it to the NHL and like you most have, of them aren't. <laughs> yeah. And then there was like one parent that had like two psychiatrists with them, like at, yeah. the, at the practice. And like, it, it just shows how far children's sports have gone out of whack. But you know what? I think that's what makes it a good series. Yeah. Well, also another thing I think that Disney did really well, um, Dylan Playfair, who is the coach of the mighty ducks in this movie uh, or show, I do apologize. I'm probably going to get that mixed up quite a bit, so I do apologize. Um, he actually played juniors uh, in, in Canada. Mm -hmm. So they literally could have not got a better person to play a coach of a hockey team than somebody who's actually played hockey before. Yeah, so another thing is that like we've seen him in in a jokester kind of role. Um, John and I had watched the show Letter Kenny. It's called yeah, it's called Letter Kenny. It's a Canadian show, and it's it's it, not children. No, I mean, appropriate, that's not what I, I was going to say. It's it's kind of stupid humor. If you like stupid humor, you'll love it. Um, I hated it when John watched it by himself. But then for some I think God pronounced reason, I really think it was quarantine. It, it had to have been quarantine. I was like, you know what? Let let's just watch it. I watched it, and it's just like a f stupid humor kind of thing. But in that show Dylan Playfair is just kind of like a ditzy like hockey player like a, a I like to call him bro dudes yeah like the <laughs> like like it's like a college frat yeah player. yeah um so it's it's kind of weird and it, again it's only been one episode but it's kind of it's kind of odd seeing him in such a different role as like a leader and like a mentor to these kids like I don't know it, yeah. it's, it's, it's odd it's odd yeah but I like him in the role that they have him in right now yeah so far so, so basically um, the first few minutes is you finding out that Evan didn't make the Mighty Ducks he's Dylan's Playfair's character tells him he's too slow he's too this he's too that because he didn't go to any of the um, camps yeah. and whatnot that they had over the summer yeah basically that would have cost um, Lauren Grant's character which is Alex thousands of dollars mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't have the extra cash for that. Um, so basically, we go into the story here. Um, Alex, which is Evan's mom, decides that they're going to try to make a hockey team um, with his friends. Yep. And they have like a next door neighbor. He he has one of the best lines in the show. They used it in the um, 
they used it in the trailers quite a few times where it was like, yeah, I don't have a hockey body. I, my body's more fit for podcasting. <laughs> um, that is uh, Nick Gaines is the character there. Yeah. Um, he's actually really funny. I like he his was. character. He's like the, he's like the um, Averman. He's the comic relief. Yeah. Um, so we get to see him come over and try to make a hockey team with Evan. And then they're trying to find players. He has a, a girl that was on the Mighty Ducks that he's trying to convince mm-hmm. her to come play for their team. Which I think is going to be his love interest. Yeah, I do too. Um, and then um, the kid. Oh my gosh, I just said his name. Nick. Airdrops like these hockey tryouts to everybody in the. Like, I love the fact that they've gone with the times with this. It wasn't like, you know, where somebody like staples like hockey tryouts, like on a wall where no one would ever see it. Yep. Like he went and airdropped it yeah. to all the kids in the lunchroom. And that's a big theme. And I want to talk about the other thing. Um, we were, just, I was just about to get to that one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so with the times, like, you know, you're not just like picking a time and like going and do pond skating, like in Minnesota in the middle of winter, like, you're actually like going out and finding players the unconventional way, but it's also how you would find players in this day and age. Like if we would have were to have kids right now, I feel like the, this is stuff that they would do to try to find not even like players but friends. Yeah, the, I mean, and then they find a goalie who basically is like the best goalie like in an online hockey video game. Like he's never allowed a goal in, mm-hmm. and they go to this kid's house and they're like. Hey, um, do you want to be our goalie? And then the kid's like, no, I can't play goalie. Look at me. And da 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 da. And then like they start tossing things at him and he's blocking them all away. Every single thing, yeah. Um then right after they meet the goalie, I think we get to see Amelia Estevez for the first time. Yeah. Because Alex is trying to find oh I'll shut up. You're fine. I I I sorry, sorry. I actually remember this episode, so I'm just trying to kind of give my input. Sorry. Um Alex is trying to find a rank for them to practice because in order for them to be a team, like she has to have all of her ducks in a row, I guess. Basically they need to have a home rank in six players. Yeah. And she, uh, she calls a couple places and they don't have any open ice time, which is very normal in hockey. If you've ever dealt well, with, and they uh, live in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how does she find, I don't remember how she finds that. Rink, She's though. like, that her work sends her out to do something and she doesn't really want to do it. So she starts like walking around and then she sees a sign that says ice palace. Yeah. Like, okay. Receiving or something like that. Yeah. And then she's introduced to Emilio Estevez and he's uh, working on the Zamboni that's broken down on the ice, which I guess I, I want to find I'm if, if you've listened to the past, like three episodes we've done, I am so much of I am so much of a backstory kind of person that I need to know what happened. So like something happened from, you know, the last Mighty Ducks movie or even the second because Emilio Estevez wasn't really a big part of the third movie. I mean, in a way he was, but at the, the last you see of Gordon Bombay is him walking out of the hall after D3. Exactly. Like, walking like he, there's not much yeah. of him, like I just said, yeah. but I want to know what happened from D3 to now. And why he doesn't want, he doesn't like skating and he doesn't like kids. He's basically back to where he was in the first Mighty Ducks. Right. And I want to know what happened. Like something had to have happened. And I feel like we're going to find out at some point. 
can I? Okay, I don't want to like step on any toes here. But is there a possibility that? Okay, a lot of the a lot of the original Mighty Ducks are coming back for game changers. I think in the pictures we've seen, it's like five or six of them, which is a lot of the yeah, original yeah, Mighty yeah. Ducks. Do you think? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hate saying this because like I don't want like it. I hate to get like this deep, but um, oh my gosh, what is what is his name? Oh my god, Goldberg. Goldberg is obviously not one of them for uh, due to his condition, but, right? Yeah. Do you think, in any way, shape, or form, that they are going to play on that? Maybe like in the, and I hate to say this, like in the series, like maybe he passed away, and Bombay. Maybe is that, upset yeah. about that and doesn't want anything to do with hockey or do you be, know what I mean? To be honest, I don't think so because when we were literally just started this and I was looking up names, yeah. Um, Amelia Estevez actually talked about him maybe coming back on for game changers. Oh, really? Like so, if it would be uh renewed for a second season, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're talking huh. about maybe bringing well then back. I just I need to know. Like I like to unfold oh, I know. Things. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested to see why <laughs> he hates hockey again. Yeah. Um, so basically she goes to the rink. She's like, Hey, can my kid play here? He's like, no, we don't play hockey here. And then he starts eating a Wreck-It Ralph cake, which was <laughs> that was funny. one of the best scenes <laughs> ever of that show. Um, so he is eating a Wreck-It Ralph cake. And then, um, Alex, which is, you know, Lauren Graham comes and says, you know, well, we, uh, he's basically like, I can barely keep the lights on for another like month. And she's like, well, there's a, um, there's a grant I found or whatever, of unused money for a hockey team and she gets him the check basically um for them to be able to use the rink yeah all while evan and nick are like just shooting outside of his house which is a lot of things that hockey players do and there was something i saw on this one and i really want to talk about it um so there's a kid that moves to town he's wearing a <laughs> toronto maple leafs jersey um and Evan walks up and like he he looks like he knows how to play hockey. He's got the hair and everything. Evan's like, oh my God, he's got $900 skates. Like he's got the flow. He's got, yeah. He, and he's like, we, um, and then the little kid, the kid is like, hey, how's the local hockey scene here? And da 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 da. And he's like, and then Evan was like, do you want to play on our team? Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, the Canadian kid says yes. Yeah, it's hockey. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they get out on the ice for their first practice. Mm -hmm. Nick is not very good. Evan is like the best player out of the two of them. Yeah. And the Canadian kid. Now, if you've played adult league hockey mm -hmm. or any sort of hockey, usually the person that has the most expensive equipment is usually probably the worst player. Um, unless you're in the NHL. Mm -hmm. um, and basically the Canadian kid comes out and he's like, yeah, I didn't tell you guys. I can't skate. <laughs> he falls right on his thumb. <laughs> it was hysterical. Didn't you say that he had like a Steve Dangle? I, know. I thought it was, but it's it not. Okay, no. okay. Never yeah, because I actually did. Like, not that anybody it. would understand yeah. that who's listening to us, but um, no. Um, I thought so. Once they like establish this team and everything. Um, well, can we talk about one more scene just real quick? Go ahead. Um, basically, after the like. Evan, after he sees the kid, you know, can't skate, throws all his, his equipment off, skates off the ice, and he's like, I'm done with this already. Like, nobody, yeah. like, this is going to be terrible. 
And then Amelia Estevez like has like his first like big speech in the show where he basically tells Evan like you're gonna have to do this on your own if you want this to happen. Yeah, I don't know why we're calling him Emilio Estevez when his name is Bombay. I don't know because it's always Amelia. <laughs> so basically, it leads into Evan like going to school the next day and being like, you know, does anybody want to play on our team? Like he's screaming it at lunch, and they find the rest of their team. Yeah, um, to play. Which was awesome. Yeah. Um, but one of my favorite parts of this movie was sure. uh, I'm sorry, the show. Um sorry. the episode. Um was whenever Dylan Playfair, which I'm not sure of his name in the series, um It just says Coach T. Coach T, okay, let's call him Coach T then. Um when he announces like the teams that are in the league and they have like their opening thing. Lauren, not Lauren Grant, Alex, the mom, comes out with the team and he goes, well, I need your team name. And they're called the Don't Bothers. Because basically the entire show, all these kids have been told basically don't bother playing hockey. Exactly. And I just, I thought that was kind of neat. And as much as I love hockey, hockey is my favorite sport. Um, There is a lot of that in our sport. There's a lot of, you know, well, if you can't do this, then don't bother. If you can't, if you can't afford the equipment, then don't bother. It's the most complex sport. And it's something that kills me every day. Cause I would love the sport of hockey to grow to, you know, where every single home has a hockey fan. Yeah. But I thought it was a great, I thought it was a great series. So far. Yes. I am a hundred percent invested in it. It's I was cute. worried at first, but it, it was, it kept me on the edge of my seat and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, It's cute. It's really cute. Um, so can I, Yes. Can I do it? Do what? Can I tell him? Not like the name, but can I tell him? Sure. The guest. Oh, um, should we? Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to tell him the name, but I'm just going to like tell him. Okay. Okay. So after um, we had watched Game Changers, um, John and I were talking about like, you know, we want more guests on the show. And John's like, basically, you just have to shoot your shot, right? So I did. I messaged a lot of people. A lot of the Mighty Ducks original cast. Yes. And uh, I got a hit. So in the next month, we are going to be having one of the Mighty Ducks. One of the original. Not. He wasn't in D1. Uh, Okay. Okay. Sorry. Don't give it away. Sorry. Um, One of the Mighty Ducks on our podcast. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. It is a he, which I mean... There's only two girls that we could have had from like the Mighty Ducks, but um, it is a he, and he's been super nice and super accommodating to us, and I am very, very excited to have him on the show. So Yeah, that's gonna all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, so this week's episode, we are now 45 minutes in, and we still haven't even gotten to this week's subject. Oh, boy. So get your phone out, Kathy. Let's talk about this week's episode. Okay. You're mostly going to be seeing John because... Sorry, I have to. You're too. fine. <laughs> So this week's episode of Abandon is going to be the first water-themed, uh, first-themed water park in Florida, which was Kathy. River Country. Yes. River Country. <laughs> you watched a lot of videos on I did. it. I did. You should know, like the jingle. Yeah, I think it was, it was something like that. Um, basically, so River Country was the first themed water park here in Florida. Um, 
we now have Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach and Volcano Bay, thanks to River Country. If you know, Disney would have never really taken a chance on making a water park. Take a chance on me. This, like, we wouldn't have what we have today. Yeah. Um, what? I'm, I was gonna let you talk a little bit. Oh. You have the notes too. Oh, okay, you okay, can talk. okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, the theme for River Country came from uh, Mark Twain, which is a writer. Yes. For those of you who don't know. Um, and it would be an old-fashioned swimming hole. Um, I'm guessing it's kind of going along the lines of um, Tom Sawyer Island. Yeah. Like Huckleberry- kind of that- they said like Huckleberry Finn's like swimming hole basically yeah. is what River Country was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I would be curious to see what it would look like compared to like Tom Sawyer Island at Magic Kingdom, though. Yeah, like if it would look similar. I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look up River Country really quick just okay. to see, get a picture of it. So basically, um, River Country was something that basically Disney was trying to get more guests to stay in their parks. Um, Disney made guests think that they were actually swimming in Bay Lake, but at the same time, um, they were actually not swimming in Bay Lake. Um, the pools that they would be swimming in were actually a few feet higher than Bay Lake and they Disney would run the water from Bay Lake through a filtration process to make sure the water at River Country was as safe as uh, as safe to swim in as possible. It does look a lot like um, Tom Sawyer Island like just that area over yeah, there. Yeah, it was basically almost like obviously it was it's by Fort Wilderness which is yeah. a campground yeah. and Wilderness Lodge. So basically it was kind of like a play on all that kind of stuff. Um, one thing that uh, during my research with River Country is that there is a, I want to say a water amoeba, eating amoeba or something like that, Yeah, which is one of the reasons that people think that River Country closed. Um, there was so. actually one, only one incident of it in 1981. A girl did pass away from uh, swimming in the River Country waters. Oh, geez. So. I didn't know that. It, <laughs> um, basically, to get over to River Country, you would be uh, dropped off by a bus or by a train, or you would take your car over to the Fort Wilderness campgrounds. On opening day, the admission to the park was $4. <laughs> Blizzard Beach, get on it. Uh, Kathy, why don't you tell those the, the fine folks at home what that would be with inflation for today? Um, okay. I want to say it's $69.99. No. Oh, oh, is it on your notes? Yeah, it's on my notes. Oh, here I am looking up oh, Google. Google. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have it in the notes for you, sweet pea. I write out entire scripts for the abandoned series to help Kathy out a little bit because I... I I'm unemployed right now, so I can do a lot more research than she yeah. can. So I'm confused. It says on opening day, the admission to the parks was $4. But with today's inflation, it would be around $17 a ticket. So basically $17 a ticket is what it would cost. Today, if they had opened at the same rate. Mm. Jeez. <laughs> Talk about that inflation. I can't. Oh, my gosh. So basically on opening day... Uh, the slides that were available were Slippy Slide Falls, which was a slide that would drop you off and have a seven-foot drop to a pool below upstream, uh, to the pool uh, below, which was upstream plunge. Now, basically, we were talking about it earlier with the uh, Oh No slide. This yeah. is kind of like the, almost like the beginning of that yeah. um, for Universal, where you would be dropped into a, uh, a seven-foot pool. Sounds like 
uh, your type of ride. Yeah, of course. Even a foot more drop. That sounds insane. I wonder if, because it, 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 the the pool below was called Upstream Plunge. I'm wondering if it was like an actual stream of like moving water if or, or if it was just like a pool that didn't have movement in it. You know what I mean? I because mean, like if you drop seven feet into a pool and then it took you, like that kind of no, be a little bit scary. No, they, they didn't do that. But oh, okay. they, just, they just called it that because, oh. you know, the old water and hole. So, okay. I'll let you talk about the next slide. Uh, Whitewater Rapids was a 330-foot inner tube water ride. Um, it would start out like a lazy river and then go into White <laughs> White Rapids and drop you into the pool below. That sounds terrifying. I would love to do this. Like this, this is it's like the fearless river, but with inner tubes on steroids. <laughs> this is why River Country actually closed because this is terrifying. <laughs> Have you seen White Water Raft like the rapids? My God! No, was, thank you. It was basically like, um, what's the one Cali River Rapids that's at Disney? Yeah, no, it's like that. Like that would be like the kind of rapids you would deal with in an inner tube. No thanks. <laughs> I'm in a secure, safe ride vehicle on Cali River Rapids, I know, not in but... an inner tube. <laughs> oh my gosh! So another one of the slides would be the Whoop and Holler Hollow. It was a it was two slides. One was 260 foot long, and the other was 160 foot long for the less adventurous among us, aka Kathy. <laughs> um, Bay Cave was I'm sorry, Bay Cove was a sand bottom pool that looked like it was connected to Bay Lake, and it had a tire swing and a rope climb. Now that I would be interested in. So basically, um, for those of you that don't know, Disney still does have a sand bottom pool to this day, which is at the Yacht and Beach Club. This is the most guarded pole in yeah. all of Disney resorts right now. Yeah. Like, it is very hard to get in there. Yeah, because we were even talking to our friends, um, Curtis and Molly, when they were in town. They actually stayed at the Yacht Club, and they said that, like, it was hard for, like, them to get in. Like, they had Just to show, a regular guest. Yeah, like, they had to show their reservation and everything to get into this pool. Well, I think it's also, like, a safety concern, too. Well, I don't know why, but I mean, we talked about it. I think last week that some people were waiting close to two hours to get into pools um, over the first week of spring break. So I can't even imagine what it's like this week. Insanity. So um, I just want to make sure I was I'm good on my notes here. Upstream Plunge was the only heated pool in the entire River Country complex. So think about it. If it was a nice sixty degree crisp day here in sunny florida it's fine it's just like the um natural springs that we go to with the manatees it's 60 <laughs> degrees all the time it'd be freezing it's refreshing <laughs> it's refreshing <laughs> it would be nice on a 90 degree day <laughs> so basically also uh for those that aren't adventurous at all they had a nature trail as well for those who were not wanting to go on the slides no nature means snakes and I'm pretty sure Disney was pretty good at cleaning those up. I don't know. When did this close? Um, why don't we tell the okay, people? Okay. We don't have to tell them right now. Okay. I'm just saying. I, no. Um, okay. So River Country opened in June of 1976. Yeah, I don't think Disney was um, too good of keeping the snakes out of the trails in 1976. <laughs> um, President Ford's daughter was there on opening day of the water park. That's actually kind of really interesting. Yeah, she was there to like christen the water park, I guess, from Disney. Um, so she came out and uh, went and enjoyed the water park. Huh, that's really cool. 
Um, problems with River Country would happen from the start as it would often hit capacity. Uh, <laughs> River Country had a capacity in it 1976. Did. It did. Uh, their capacity was 4,700, and they hit it quite often. That seems like a lot of people for a water park, doesn't it? I mean, if you think about, like, let's put this in perspective. Mm -hmm. um, Volcano Bay. How <laughs> many? That can at least hold 10,000. Okay, but vol oh, at least? Volcano Bay is huge, though. Yeah. Like Volcano huge. Bay is like universal. Let's see. Capacity of Volcano Bay. Just, just to see, like, what the capacity is. Um, I can't find it. Okay. Um, so basically there was, um, after, you know, the problem, they were constantly hitting capacity. The pools were not heated. Um, there was actually a plan where there was going to be, it was going to be called Fort Wilderness Junction. Um, kind of like a, they were going to have like carnival, like type fair in the campgrounds. And it was all going to be connected around river country. Um, they were going to have a steakhouse. They were going to have a barbecue restaurant and it was all going to be connected within river country, like all around it and everything else. And it was going to be like, um, like a mega water park. Um, basically, um, Disney kind of scrapped those plans like Disney does and it never saw the light of day. That's sad. I, I would have, I mean, I, I would have really liked to go into river country in itself, but I will let you read the, uh, the next line here. Which line is that? In 2000. Oh, okay. In 2005? In 2001. Oh, in 2001, River Country closed for the final time as it was announced in 2002 by local news reports that River Country would not reopen. And then in June 2005, Disney finally announced that River Country would never reopen again, which is interesting because 2002, I was there in 2005. So that's when they were in. I, I never even got to see any part of River well, the, Country. Well, the craziest part of it was they <laughs> literally just kept this area open. Like, you could go and walk past it and, like, you would just see, like, an empty water park. I, I personally think, and call me crazy because I am, um, <laughs> but, and, and this is probably going to be too scary, but a few times that I've been to Mickey's Not So Scary, I've seen many guests put their take on lifeguards of river country as zombies yes which is hilarious and i it's always hysterical. highly recommend but wouldn't it be cool to have like river country as like a haunted house <laughs> let's just put it a typhoon lagoon is like the uh the lazy river like the uh like a, a scary lazy river no like i want these lifeguards as zombies <laughs> in the haunted attraction that is river country don't you want that izzy what do you think she does not care she's leaving right. <laughs> um so basically uh after 2005 disney uh did announce that the park would close disney actually never uh disclosed to the public why the park had closed do we think that it was because of the girl that passed away i don't think so because the girl died in 1981 oh, and yeah. the park continued till 2001 20, yeah 20 years they probably just paid her family a, a lot of money i don't know um there was um, a big reason for river country's issues and you know kathy even mentioned this that it seemed like the park was a bit rough um that was a big reason why it closed there was a lot of people that um kind of 
got banged up and everything else um, from River Country. Um, The park stood completely abandoned from 2001 to 2005, waiting on what Disney called maintenance. (laughs) So basically, these pools literally sat there with like this water, like an algae and everything else just growing. And like um, at one point when the Zika Zika virus Mm -hmm. was very popular, like Disney, that was when Disney finally decided to get all the water out of there and to... It's probably what they blamed it on, too. (laughs) I, I kind of feel like annual passes are like river country with the algae just growing on it. And we're just like kind of pushing it to the side and not even talking about it. And yeah. So in uh, basically in 2011, Disney began working on a plan to have a new resort right on top of river country. The resorts would have plenty of nods to river country. Um, it wasn't until 2016 that Disney finally st- started to drain the pools and to fill them in. Yeah. With sand and like different like cement. No, you said the resorts um, in 2011. Never mind. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead because I see the next paragraph. Go no, ahead. you're good. Uh, in 2018, Disney announced a new hotel would be put on the land where River Country was called. Uh, the name of the resort is Reflections, which to me still sounds like some sort of a you know, rehab. rehab. Yeah. Uh, it was going to be a 900-room resort, and it was going to be a DVC resort. Uh, reflections is still up in the air we haven't heard anything due to the pandemic i i think we may have alluded that um reflections was canceled on the podcast at one point in time but john actually looked um more into it more into it and there is no i think that was a rumor because there is nothing official that disney came out and said that reflections was closed so i mean it could very well still be happening but because of the pandemic it's probably just put on hold indefinitely yeah and especially with everything else that's going on yeah after they uh announced the new resort in march of 2019 they finally started to demolish river country and it is no longer there basically right now it is a big patch of dirt what 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 um I, i i just really wish that we could have seen it I, I I don't know. I think it would be cool. There's a lot of there's hold on. There's a lot of videos online of actually like people that have gone to River Country and everything else. And I know, but I guess for me, I th- I, I I I think that when hi, <laughs> um, if you're watching the video, you can see Izzy's little paw. Um, she hates us right now. <laughs> she's like, I just want to sleep. Why is it so late? Um, I think a lot of people, or I'm sorry, I think a, like Disney, when something doesn't work out, like riv- something like River Country, they're just like, bam, resort. Yeah. You have so much room to expand. You have so much land around Disney that you could buy and so much that you could do with all this land. Why are we, why are we putting another resort on top of it? Unless it is some. Unless it was something like a bacteria that they couldn't do something with it. But then again, if you're putting a resort on top of it, you're obviously doing something about said bacteria if that were the case. So, like, I think John and I had talked about this the one time because if you go to um, Geyser Point, which is one of our favorite favorite places to go, you can see the island where River Country was. No, that's not where it was. Then what was it? What is That's it? where Discovery Island oh, okay. was. Okay, never mind. Never That's mind, basically never mind. where the zoo was. That was actually another part of River Country. River Country is on the other side of. But it's still an island, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. it's not an island. It's right on. It's right on the water. Okay. So it, it would be like where Geyser Point is, just right on the water. Okay. 
But even then, you they could do something. They could offer private tours of River Country or have like an experience over there and, you know, charge $150 for three hours of exploring like what it was like historical things because i know so many people that would be so interested in like just learning the backstory of it and like you know just i feel like disney their only solution is to just tear it down and put a resort tear it down and put a resort like you have enough resorts i'm sorry but you do well, it all comes down to the fact that, um, and I and I've seen this in the in the research I've done that the big reason that you know that River Country never really made it was, God bless his soul, Michael Eisner, because Michael Eisner wanted to have the biggest and best things for Disney, which makes a lot of sense. Um, that's yeah. why we now have Typhoon Lagoon. That's why we have Blizzard Beach because these are giant water parks that you can go and spend an entire day in. Yeah. And, you know, but it, it, it's sad the way that River Country was just kind of literally just left on the side of the road to die by Disney. Yeah, it it, it, it doesn't make sense. I, I would love to know the real reason why River Country did not succeed. Like, I, I just, I would, and I do have, have a feeling that it has to do with the injuries, but then why not just come out and say that? Yeah. You know, another thing that they said that was could have been the demise of river country was the fact of how far away it was from most things um you it's like animal kingdom animal i kingdom know but i'm just i'm just saying that that was another reason that had been listed for you know reason why the park may have closed but like we said in the in the kind of the episode there there's disney never really commented on it they just said we're gonna close it and that was the end of it yeah um i don't know do you have anything else to say about it? No, I uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I I, I mean, I know it's not my... It, it's not. It wasn't like... But there's there's also not a lot of information about it. Yeah. Because it was so short-lived. It was only around for less than 30 years. Yeah. So, like, there's... And the fact that Disney never came out and said anything about it, there's, like, really not much else to talk about with it. So, I mean, it was I kind mean, of like the much, perfect little segment. As much as I could find i tried to find yeah. like um reasons why it closed why people you know didn't like river country but i have some pretty big news that i haven't shared with you yet thanks and this is strictly um hearsay until it's actually confirmed but according to a source on facebook oh I saw it on the internet. It's got to be true. It has to be true. That's why I said it's hearsay. The People Mover may be reopening this Sunday. I heard Sunday, yeah. Sunday, April 3rd, or April 4th, or whatever day it is. Which is Easter. Which is Easter. So, if this is true, I'm going to buy one-day Magic Kingdom tickets, and we're going to go ride the People Mover for 12 hours straight. (laughs) Mr. Morrow? Mr. Paging. Mr. Morrow? Mr. Tom Tom Morrow. I I will be so excited, because... uh, I'm sorry. I yeah, I saw that. that last night and I meant to say something to you, but I just completely brain farted on it. <laughs> high five, dad. No, high five. <laughs> this is so weird. Um, um, but I think this is going to become more of a, a normal occurrence, us doing this on the couch. It was sure it was a lot more comfortable on my end. Yeah, a little bit. My butt's kind of asleep, but it's fine. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and t- hand out the tags because I haven't done that yet. We are on Instagram, started with a mouse underscore podcast. Um, Gmail started with mouse podcast at gmail.com. Facebook started with mouse podcast. 
Um, my TikTok is Kitty Cat Carnes. I, I do a lot of Disney content. I'm trying to put out a video a day. Um, we have a couple videos in the works. So I think I mistakenly told you guys this last week. Um, I said I had five or six videos on deck and I have one. So we, <laughs> we need to record more videos. Well, we do have one, two. We have two. Like I said, we had like two or three in the works right yeah. now. Um, so hopefully in the next week or so, I will be getting those out. I'm we're going to, okay. What we're going to do is we're going to try to do one video a week. We're going to start out with that. Yeah. And then kind of just add to it. I think once Disney releases annual passes, we'll be able to go to all the parks, which will be fantastic. And, and the great <laughs> thing is, is we've got a lot of things lined up here in the future. Um, we're going to be going, like Kathy said earlier, we are going to be, um, on the YouTube, we're going to be showing the kind of, um, non-touristy Florida area, which is Northport, Florida. Um, we're going to be kind of showing that off a little bit and we're going to be going to the Rays game. So you guys will be able to get like a firsthand experience of a uh, baseball game during COVID. So yeah, but that's more for our vlog. I know, for but the I'm podcast, we try to keep it more yeah. like theme park related. Yeah. Um, but our vlog is on YouTube, JK Adventures DOT Live. And then, um, yeah, I mean, if you have any suggestions for future episodes. Or if you would even like to come on the show. Yes, please. We would love to have guests on the show. Um, we're trying to get more guests on the show. Um, just send us an email, shoot us a DM, anything you want to do. Um, but I'm Kathy. I'm John, and we hope to bring a little bit of Disney message to your everyday life.